Hey everyone, you already know who I am, Najadora. I am happy about this one because we are going to be talking about one of my favorite people who ever roamed the earth, David. Why David? Because just his love for God, his courage, his faith, his belief, the way he lived his life in expectancy and in the Lord's favor, even when he messed up, like for me, that's really like an all time goal. Like I want to love God. They said David was a man after God's own heart. And I have tried my hardest to be after God's heart, just like that. Um, but before we get in to David and our discussion for the day, let's go ahead and pray. And I didn't mean to make that rhyme. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for who we are um, in you, especially God. I pray that as we go through this journey of life, as we get closer to you, we listen to your voice, we listen to who you say we are, and we can cancel out all the noise around us. Remember last week when we talked about being your voice being muddled in the mess, your voice is no longer muddled, God. We hear you and we see you in Jesus' name, amen. Question of the day, guys. This is a really good question, so I want you to really think about it. Really, really think about it. Who are you listening to about you? Are you listening to everyone around you, what they say about you? Are you listening to what society says about you? Are you listening to what you say about you? I want you to start listening to what God says about you. Take time to think about like, what am I really taking in? What do my thoughts look like? When people ask us the question, like when you go for a job interview, tell me something good about you, tell me something bad about you, um, which answer is easier to answer, the good or the bad things about you? I know a lot of us find it easier most of the time to list negative things about ourselves. And that's because society and everything around us kind of like give us a lot of negative self-talk and self-doubt coming in and out. And that's why a lot of our generation, I'm a millennial, a lot of us battle anxiety and depression um, because of everything going around in our minds and what we see and what we intake. But I want to talk about David today because he is the exact opposite. He knew who he was in God. And I want to take us to 1 Samuel 17, 23 through 53. If you want to read along, you can pause it real quick. But I am going to read a lot of the story today because I think it's very important for us to hear it. But let me set the scene first. So think about a young teenage boy who's the youngest of a bunch of brothers. Um, you, he is a shepherd in the field with his sheep. He has seen a lot, battled a lot, fought off like wild animals to keep his sheep protected. So he knows all about how to handle those types of situations, high stress situations. Now, again, he is a younger brother and his dad was like, Hey David, your brothers are fighting in the army real close. So can you take them some food to eat? I packed them some food. Why don't you walk it over there? So, you know, young teenage boy walking over to the army. Um, but as this was going on, 
there had been a giant in the Philistinian army named Goliath. Most of you know the story of David and Goliath. Yes, we're going to talk about that today, but we're going to break it down a little bit. So this will be a little bit longer podcast, but I really believe God wants you to get this in your head about yourself. So 1 Samuel 17, 23 to 53, it says, as he was talking with them, he's talking to his brother's troops and all that in the army, the champion Goliath from the ranks of the Philistines was saying the same words he had been saying before and David heard them. When the soldiers from Israel saw the man, they all ran away from him, terrified. The soldiers from Israel said to each other, you saw that man who just came up? He who has come to challenge Israel? To whoever kills him, the king will give a rich reward and he'll also give him his daughter and exempt his father's family from all services and taxes in Israel. That sounds nice. Okay, David said to the men standing with him, um, what reward will be given to the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine anyway that he challenges the armies of the living God? Ooh, I love the boldness of David already as a young man. The people answered with what they had been saying, adding, that's what will be done for the man who kills him. So they just reminded him the reward that um, King Saul promised. So his oldest brother heard when David spoke to the men, and it made him angry at him. He asked, why did you come down here? With whom did you leave those few sheep in the desert? I know how conceited you are and how wicked your heart is. You just came down here to watch the fighting. David said, what have I done now? I only asked a question. He turned away from him to someone else and asked the same question. So he went back and asked the same question. So what's the reward again? Because David is trying to figure it out because he's weighing his options. Am I going to get this reward? Is it worth it? So David's words were overheard and told to King Saul, who summoned him. David said to Saul, no one should lose heart because of him. Your servant will go and fight this Philistine. So Saul said to David, you can't go fight him. You're just a boy. And he has been a warrior from his youth. David answered Saul, your servant used to guard his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear would come and grab a lamb from the flock, I would go after it, hit it, and snatch the lamb from its mouth. And if it turned on me, I would catch it by the jaw, smack it, and kill it. Your servant has defeated both lions and bears, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, because he has challenged the armies of the living God. That's period. Then David said, Adonai, who rescued me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, will rescue me from the paw of the Philistine. Saul said to David, okay, go and may the Lord be with you. (laughs) So Saul dressed David in his own armor. Hear this. Saul dressed David in his own armor. He put a bronze helmet on his head and gave him armor plate to wear. David buckled his sword on his armor and tried to walk, but he wasn't used to such equipment. 
David said to Saul, I can't move wearing these things because he wasn't used to it because I'm not used to them. So David took them off. Then he took his stick in his hand and picked five smooth stones from the riverbed, putting them in his shepherd's bag in his pouch. Then with his sling in his hand, he approached the Philistine, the Philistine with his shield and bear ahead of him came near and near to David. The Philistine looked David up and down and had nothing but scorn for what he saw. A boy with ruddy cheeks, red hair, and good looks. <laughs> so, of course, he said to David, am I a dog? Is that why you're coming at me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his God. Then the Philistine said to David, come here to me so I can give your flesh to the birds in the air and the wild animals. That would scare me. But nay, nay, not David. David said to Goliath, you're coming at me with a sword, a spear and a javelin. But I'm coming at you in the name of the Lord, our God, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have challenged. Ooh. Today, the Lord will hand you over to me. I will attack you, lop your head off, and give the carcasses of the army of, of your army to the birds in the air and the animals in the land. Then all the land will know that there is a God in Israel, and everyone assembled here will know that the Lord does not save my sword or spear. Does not save my sword or spear. For this is the Lord's battle, and he will hand you over to us. When Goliath got up and approached David, he came close. David hurried and ran toward the army to meet him. David put his hand in his bag, took out a stone, and hurled it with his sling. It struck Goliath in his forehead and buried itself there so that he fell face down on the ground. Thus, David defeated Goliath with a sling and a stone. And then ultimately, he killed him by, you know, taking off his head and gave it back. So that is where we are going to stop. Stop. I know it's a mouthful, but I want to go back and dissect pieces of it. So the first point that I want to make is the enemy will slip lies into your head and cause confusion and doubt. So before David came Everyone was scared of Goliath. So we started in verse 23, but the verses before, you should read the whole chapter. Everyone was scared of Goliath. They were like, we can't do this. He's too big. Oh my gosh, he's challenging us. No one here can do it. Instead of saying, hey, like when David came in, hey, I am protected by God because you challenge my God. I'm going to challenge you and show you who my God is because he is working through me. A lot of us allow Satan to come in and cause confusion and doubt. So he wants us to believe that we are unworthy of love. We're unworthy of good health. We're unworthy to laugh. So we don't live out the lives and the promises that God wants, God wants us to live. So when I ask, who are you listening to? Are you listening to God who says you're great, you are wonderfully made, that you are worthy and that you are loved? Or are you listening to the enemy that gives you fear, who may hold you back and makes you sit and quiver and that makes you not move? I found that in my past sometime, I had got into a rhythm of just going to work, uh, waking up, 
going to work and watching TV. And I was not living the life God wanted me to because I believe Satan's lives. I believe that I wasn't worthy of doing certain things that I needed to do. So I wasn't living in my purpose. I was being held back. I was the Israeli army that was sitting, shaking in my boots and not fighting who I needed to fight, which was the enemy. The second point is when you change to see, sorry, when you change to see God's point of view, humans will even doubt you. Your boy's brother saw everybody was like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> the king, everybody, of course, some of us feel like we're unqualified because we haven't had years of experience. Saul started stating um, Goliath's experience to David and David was like, that has nothing to do with me and my God. You can fight with a sword. You can fight with a shield. But what I do know is that God wants this man defeated. So I have to be the one to do it because no one else will step up. So when we start believing in who we are, his brother even said, you're conceited. Yeah, I am conceited because I know who my God is and I know who I am in God. So I'm going to walk in that favor. I'm going to walk in God's glory and walk in his grace and show you who my God is. I just love it. Love David's courage here. Um, But I do know, yes, when the enemy causes confusion, that sucks. But when people around you doubt you, when they don't see your full potential, you have to show them like it's not a point to prove But what we're doing is showing the glory of God and how God can work in your life. So you keep pushing because other people's doubt has nothing to do with you. The third point is David knew who he was in God. He walked in God's glory because he knew everything he has been through prepared him for this moment. David made a wonderful speech when he was talking about, I have gone against lions and bears and God protected me. So nothing about this moment can shake me because I know my past struggles have got me to this point and God has been with me all along and that's never going to change. What I want you to know today is God has been with you all along and that is never going to change. Through the ups and the downs, through heartbreak, through trauma, God has been with you. Even when he felt like it hasn't, you are still here. You are still breathing And you are still worthy to live a life of love and peace from God. Hear me when I say that you are worthy and you are meant to live a life of love and peace from God. The last thing I want to point out is when we fully embrace walking in faith with God by our side, we can kill the giants in our life holding us back. David fully embraced who he was and what his job and his purpose was. And that is the way he was able to kill the giant in his way. If you know, David got a lot of praise for killing Goliath. Um, He ended up working for Saul. Um, Saul was one of those people who doubted him and doubted him for the rest of his life, ended up chasing David away. But God had a purpose. David became one of the greatest kings to ever live. And he led his people to love and know God and show them what praise and honor and glorifying God look like. So no matter what and no matter where you are, you have to talk to yourself about who you are. You have to remind yourself that you are a daughter or a son of God, that you are worthy. 
And I want to remind you that God loves you and is waiting for you to embrace who you are and kick out that negative self-talk and believe who you are in him. Y'all have a great day.